1: We are now entering a critical thinking zone, so thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins, and it's time for Critical Thinking. Welcome into Truth or Fiction Tuesday here on Critical Thinking. I am at The Coppins Show, Andrew Coppins. He is at the Pat Oni show. He is Pat Oni. That's right. He is a recovering PAPS. Asaki, attractive person. No, no, no. You're recovering. It's okay. No, you are the one that's recovering from PAPS. Pat. You were the one that was out sick. Pat, what do they tell you in your 12-step program? I I, I don't belong to a 12-step program. Yeah, there's a 12-step program for you shape-shifting PAPS.
0: No, 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 no. There is a 12-step program for those
1: that are partly attracted to Saki. No, you are a Saki-attracted person. It's okay. No, I am not a Saki-attracted person. It explains why you two shapeshift into each other.
0: I get it. I, I no, no. You're the one that has the syndrome. I I, I do not. Because for whatever reason, you like to think that I am Gen Saki, which is also No, concerning. no, no,
1: no. I've never said that you are Jen Saki. Mm. Uh, excuse me I said Pat is Saki
0: isn't that the same damn thing that I just said
1: semantics bro (laughs) is and are are not the same word but we're gonna parse some words today on this show it is a truth or fiction Tuesday (laughs) Do not forget, you can always find the show on our Rumble page, rumble.com/critical thinking. That is where you can see our beautiful, beautiful mugs and our faces, too. And and fortunately, I
0: look nothing like Jensaki, and I am the eye candy of this show. I'm actually much better looking than Jensaki. And R- Rusty from, from Off Track has said so.
1: Well, if Rusty says it, it must not be true. <laughs>
0: It, it, if rusty says that i'm actually very concerned and um I, I just hope that he knows that i'm happily married that that, that that's all
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah yeah to a yeah. woman by the way just saying who's was not jensaki correct oh okay okay just checking here but it is a truth or fiction tuesday we have a lot to talk about but what i want to talk about up front is kind of tying yesterday's show in a nice little bow. And yesterday's show was titled uh, or talked about pure evil in our midst, right? And we asked that question because I can't figure out how you come with the narrative that has now been spun by the far left and really every Democrat that exists. I don't know of a single solitary Democrat not named Bill Maher who doesn't spout a 100% completely false narrative. And where does that narrative come from, Pat? Where possibly could they get a narrative that is literally 360 degrees from the truth? The media. Right. And that tells me it is pure evil at work. This isn't a, we're going to fudge around to try to fit the story into like what we talked about early on in the case, right? This is literally just lying. Time after time after time. And I want to present to you the statement from the governor of our great state of Illinois, Fred Flintstone, I mean, J.B. Pritzker. carrying a loaded gun into a community 20 miles from your home and shooting unarmed citizens is fundamentally wrong. It is a tragedy that the court could not acknowledge that basic fact. 26-year-old Anthony Huber and 36-year-old Joseph Rosenbaum, a father, had their whole lives ahead of them. They deserve to be alive today. They deserve justice. My thoughts and prayers go out to all who love them. We must do better than this." That
0: sounds awfully similar to what Warren Wilhelm III said on on
1: Twitter. And if you are in Warren Wilhelm III territory, you'd be doing it wrong. And where do they get this narrative from? Again, it comes from the media telling them that Rittenhouse crossed state lines with a gun, that Rittenhouse illegally possessed the gun, that uh, he just shot an unarmed citizen. That's not true. The only unarmed person that he shot, arguably unarmed, was Joseph Rosenbaum.
0: And even but then...
1: Rose-
0: but, but Joseph Rosenbaum tried to take his gun.
1: Right. That mm-hmm. That's where I was going with that, right? Mm-hmm. And on top of it, he was carrying a bag from the hospital in which he was released from. In which you can barely see into, especially in the darkness of the night in Kenosha that, that evening. And do you notice that they sprinkle in that Joseph Rosenbaum was a father who's now leaving his precious children behind him?
0: Yet they seem to not acknowledge that he was a convicted sex. It was horrible. That's how bad it was.
1: Well, that musical is terrible to begin with. Well, yeah, it 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 it
0: makes zero sense. It's stupid, and my mom even walked away from that movie hating it. So, um, that that tells you anything. But, um, no, so so I get wrapped in so so. Well, here's the other thing. So she tells me it's her favorite play, one of her favorite plays, Joseph and the Dream Dreamcoat, and then she proceeds to watch the movie. If you remember the very hokey movie with uh, what's his name? Um, Osmond, Danny Osmond, um, Donnie as a kid. Or is it Danny? It, it I believe it. I believe it's Danny Osmond. OK, so. um, My I wrong. I don't know. It's, I, I can't. This is I your story, bro. This I don't keep track of these people, okay? So who played in it, you know, growing up as a kid? That that really hooky movie. You remember this yeah, one? Yeah, so right? that's you, Donnie.
1: Because it's Donnie and Maria. Oh, yeah. Donnie Osmond. Donnie Osmond, yeah. Osmond.
0: You're right. You're right. You're right. It is Donnie Osmond.
1: Um
0: so my wife watches that over the weekend. And I'm like, there's a reason why I never watched this all the way through growing up because I thought it was dumb. And just the the production, like like the story of Joseph, like the actual biblical story of Joseph, pretty cool story. The play just makes it seem rather hokey,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's not like the, the life I of Brian,
1: right, from Monty Python, where they're basically spoofing, you know, the the biblical story of Jesus. I, I have
0: not seen
1: that. No, <gasps> how oh, have you not? Scene. dude,
0: I made it almost 30 years without seeing um, Monty Python and the Knights of the Holy Grail. Fired, I know, I know, I know, I know, It's 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 dude a horrible, code horrible... violation, I know, I know. Um, I couldn't believe it myself either, but uh, so we get so I get roped into going to this play last night and. I will say this much: I thought the high school version of this play was better than the movie.
1: Ouch! Now, yeah. All of this said, Pat, mm-hmm. what did she bribe you with, and or what are you getting in return? Oh man, you you, you
0: uh... no no
1: no, um, Pat. Don't tell me you violated Dude Code again. Because uh, mm. Dude Code says, if you are going to a musical, <clears throat> let alone two of them, especially high school and middle school productions of said musicals, there must be something reciprocal in nature. You must be getting something in return of value. Have you met my wife?
0: No. Yeah, it uh doesn't generally work that way in my marriage. Um, which I I, I don't know. We're gonna know have to have if a if chat off somehow... air, Pat. What? what We're gonna have to have a chat off air here. I I. But but here's here's the thing. Here here here's the thing. I when it comes to some of my wife's because beauty and the beast is another like favorite like disney movie and stuff like that of hers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and in fairness the the live action version i actually thought was very good like when they when they redid that a few years ago um but my when it comes to these things with like i have to try to do some of like go see some of her favorite things and be somewhat agreeable so that hopefully when I want to watch star Wars or I want her to watch an Ohio state football game with me, she'll actually do it rather than sit there and complain the entire time. Um, Has it worked for me yet? No, no, that hasn't worked for me yet. She, here's the thing. Here's another funny thing about my wife though, too. Everyone knows I'm a big Ohio state fan. It drives her crazy. It drives her crazy because I get really into the game, especially if it's a really big game,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it drives her crazy. But yet, she went to Utah State. She maybe watches one Utah State game a year, and that's the Utah State-BYU game because she hates BYU, right?
1: <laughs> Which cracks me up because you're both Mormon. H- how? What? How do you hate BYU as a Mormon? But that's um, neither here nor there.
0: It it isn't, it's not, it's not necessarily the, the school in of itself. It's the football team. And also I used to be a BYU fan until I met their fans because every single year they think that they are a national championship contender. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We had that experience when uh, Gary Anderson, uh, formerly of Mm. Utah state, Mm -hmm. um, came to wisconsin and we played byu a couple of times insufferable fans
0: yeah well my wife is an insuffer- like utah state fans are not not really any different they're they're really i mean they know they're not they're not any good but like they're they're annoying as hell um and and like my wife every time they get a first down she will sit there and scream at the tv it's another aggie first down. And then she'll also sing like anytime they score, she'll sing like all of their theme songs and stuff like that. Yeah, the fight song. there and yeah. clap her hands and stuff like that. I don't do that when Ohio State plays. To be fair, you didn't go to them, Ohio
1: State. I don't. Could you? Don't could and... you? Could you even sing the fight song for Ohio State? No, because no one does. Yeah, they do. Uh, not not where I grew up. They don't. Yeah. That's cuz you didn't go to Ohio State. That's true. Right? That, like that, 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 I can that, that, sing the entire fair. Iowa State fight song. I that, went fair. to Iowa that's State. That's fair.
0: That's fair. That's fair. But but he, he, but my thing is this is like like I sit there and I'm like, "Um, you think I'm crazy when I cheer on my team?" I'm like, "I don't want to hear it." But it's the one game she watches a year. She doesn't really watch any other Utah State games, which is interesting to me. But I digress.
1: Yeah. And then to be fair, Gary Anderson leaves Wisconsin because he figured out that he's not bigger than the administration and can't get um, you know, Joe two GPA off the street into Wisconsin. That's just not
0: gonna work. Well and 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 Barry Alvarez, I think, honestly made a mistake with, with Gary Anderson.
1: Um, not necessarily, because we saw Utah State. I was there when Utah State missed that field goal to, to have tied that ball game that Wisconsin had no business being anywhere near tied in. Um, oh, he certainly turned that Utah State program yeah. around. But Certain. he goes from Utah State to Wisconsin, leaves after a couple of years. And inside baseball stuff, I won't get into. But it was just not a a fit. Gary Anderson thought he could do something that no coach is going to be able to do at Wisconsin, and that is uh, change the academic standards to getting in as an athlete.
0: Yeah, and then he goes to Oregon State, fails there miserably, and then fails
1: at Utah State uh, for a second time, and he
0: didn't even make it through a full season.
1: Yeah, he made it through what four games? Something like that. Four games, not even a season.
0: Mm-hmm. And the coach that succeeded him was a far better coach, in my opinion. Matt Wells. Yeah, Matt Wells. And then he went to, uh, I believe, Texas Tech.
1: And got fired. This year.
0: Oh, did he get fired from <laughs> <Texas> <laughs> Yeah, Tech? he got fired this <laughs> year.
1: Yeah. Even though they're going to go to a bowl game, he you got, you got fired. But that's neither here nor there. Um, so. Thanksgiving is coming up. We've got WTF Wednesday. Do you want to start WTF Wednesday with? Because. So here's the thing. We can start WTF Wednesday right now, and I think this would be the appropriate place to start. Mm -hmm. And then we can end with what I want people to remember heading into the holidays. So I think I think that's where we're going to go here. Um, Okay. Now, since apparently your wife is now making you look like me
0: oh no this is this isn't my wife's my wife just picked out the glasses this is something i've been wanting to do for like because i sit behind a computer all day long right right these aren't prescription glasses like yours these are blue light glasses that's all they are and -hmm. because i sit behind a computer
1: all day i'm just like but for our viewers that are are watching on our rumble page they might be going are these two like is this halloween And and, and there's a double reason why I have my Badger mug and my Badger gear on, because uh, later on this afternoon, uh, my Wisconsin Badgers are playing for a championship, Pat. Huh? It's Wednesday. Yeah, we're playing for the championship of the Maui Invitational. That's right. We beat a top 15 Houston Cougar team yesterday after beating Texas A&M. After being down 16 points. 10 minutes into the game mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then won by double digits in the mm-hmm. opener. We were up 40 to 20 at halftime against Houston. Almost let it slip away. I don't know if you saw the end of that game. But I didn't, uh, I didn't see the game. So I we almost let results. it slip all the way away to the point where we missed a shot with about 10 seconds left. Houston gets the rebound, brings the ball down the court, and instead of trying a shot, The guy doesn't realize what kind of time is left. There was a guy open underneath the basket, but there was less than a second left. What do you think he did? Take the shot or go for the pass? Mm, He went for the pass. Yeah, he went for the pass. And uh, by the time the ball even hit the guy in the hands, the clock had run out. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yep. Super smart. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a J.R. Smith kind of move. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. That's a Chris Weber final four timeout kind of move. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so we play St. Mary's, the Gales, the undefeated Gales of St. Mary's, a very quality, quality basketball program later on today. In fact, um, as this program is going to be airing on Mojo Five O radio, this game will be going on. But, uh, we are also playing for the Big Ten West Division on on Saturday against the, uh, Eastern Dakota Golden Rodents. Oh, yeah, to play probably your Ohio State Buckeyes who um, take on um, that team up north.
0: Don't you make that game no matter what now, though?
1: No, we don't make it no matter what. Um, if, Minnesota can't just make it either, even if they win, right? Right. Minnesota cannot um, mm. make it no matter what. they. Okay. So if we were to lose and Iowa wins. were to win, we could not get in because we would have one more division loss than they would. Right. Okay. So that makes sense. However, a Nebraska win would make us Big Ten champions. In Nebraska's the not
0: winning that game. Their quarterbacks <laughs> out for the season.
1: Uh, Martinez? Yeah, that's yep. right.
0: He played Apparently. a
1: hell of a game against Wisconsin. I'll tell you that much. He did. He, he did. really did. I watched and the I, game. He really so did. We can talk about this on, on the Friday edition of the show. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so double dose of Badger fun here on the program. But uh, let's get into the talk of Thanksgiving here, because one of the biggest topics around Thanksgiving is the price of Thanksgiving. And Pat, I don't know what your plans are, but here in the Coppins household, um, we We started a new tradition last year where we get to host my dad because, frankly, we were sick and tired of being the only ones ever traveling in my family. Like, we would have to travel two and a half, three hours one way for Thanksgiving, right? And then have to travel right back down. And that just, and then, oh, by the way, also travel to three different locations in the state of Wisconsin for Christmas every year. So that's four trips to the state of Wisconsin in a month. uh uh-uh, not going to happen Mm-mm. anymore. So uh, we bring my dad down here, and we do uh, Thanksgiving. And, um, you know, if, if we have some friends or something like that that are not going to be going elsewhere, we might invite them over. Yada, yada, yada. So, yeah, we've definitely felt the price of goods going up. In fact, um, this morning, um, we had some last-minute additions to our... To our Thanksgiving, and that means, uh-oh, we might need to get a little more of, of the food that we're going to be serving, right? Uh, especially the main course. <clears throat> Pat, mm-hmm. guess which was more expensive? three A three-pound boneless turkey breast, mm-hmm. or three pounds of ground beef, or excuse me, 2.75 pounds of ground beef all well, the ground beef $2 and 50 cents more expensive mhm for less meat <laughs> yeah and by the way a boneless turkey bread. like not even the ones that you like you know the genio in the bag ones no we're talking like the real like boneless ones <laughs> what the and i bring this up because um Don't worry, Pat, it's only a dollar more. And then just one more topic. What message does it send to the middle class Americans? President Biden says that he's trying to help who are struggling this week to cover the cost of the most expensive Thanksgiving ever that the president is gonna take a few days off at a billionaire's compound in Nantucket. Well, first I would say, I don't know if you've cooked a turkey before, but a 20 pound turkey is a pretty big turkey. I think we can all agree. They're about $1 more. Uh, so not to minimize that, any increase in prices is something the president is concerned about, as is evidenced by his announcement today and as his efforts to push forward on additional relief for the American people. But I just want to be clear that there are abundance of turkeys available. they are about one dollar more for a 20 pound bird, which is a huge bird if you're feeding a very big family. Uh, and that's something that, again, we've been working to make sure people have more money in their pockets to address it as the economy is turning back. Yes, Mr. Panoni um, I agree
0: with her on one thing. 20 pound turkey is a pretty damn big turkey. Absolutely.
1: But and she's if you're- full of bleep. Uh-huh. Now, where where pray tell did she get Pat? I, I did some intrepid research called Googling. Where the hell did she get a dollar? That it's only going to cost a dollar more. Where did she I get that I don't know. From? I don't
0: know. Nowhere, because
1: it doesn't exist. Now, I have a theory. I have a theory, Mm -hmm. Pat. Because from PBS, you know that right-wing rag, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the average wholesale price of an 8 to 16 pound wholesale price, not your retail price, a wholesale price, of an 8 to 16 pound frozen turkey in mid-November, was a dollar thirty-five per pound up twenty-one percent. Twenty-one percent increase is not a dollar for a twenty-pound turkey. That's not how this works. That's not how any of that math actually works. So where did she get that dollar? Maybe it's the fact that they're talking about a dollar thirty-five per pound. I couldn't find that statistic anywhere on the internet nowhere does this this number exist now we're going to get into the the topic of how much this whole thing costs right we're going to get into that in a little bit here why do you have to lie about that why in the blue ever loving hell do you have to lie about that to the american people like what and more importantly, where was the follow-up? Where did you get that number? All right, Pat. So before we go any further, because the lies of this administration, the, this notion that that. Um, Everything, the stock, you know, the stores are just, you know, completely stocked full and blah, 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 blah. By the way, I did go to the store this morning. I can tell you that they're pretty stocked except for the turkeys. Not not so much, which I'm not surprised about. I mean, the day before Thanksgiving, right? But they're stocked today. They haven't been in the past two, three weeks because we've been continuously going to get things to prep to make sure that we don't have to get it all at the last second, right? Right. And that hasn't necessarily been the case. Even if the the supply chain, which we can understand, has diminished in terms of its time frame, the, the time from production to um, when it gets onto the store shelves has decreased lately, the last couple of weeks. Even if that's the case, the prices continue to rise, and we're going to talk about that in a moment. But before we do, Pat, um, do not forget, folks, you can go follow us on social media. I'm at the Cop and Show. He's at the padoni Show. Um, let's do this, Pat. Let's let's play a little bit of the uh, B or not the B. Ready? I'm sorry. What was that? <laughs> I always
0: hope when I turn my mic on, but yes, let's, let's, let's let's play.
1: All right. I am ready. I'm as ready as the turducken to be put into the oven. Folks. Just no,
0: no, no, mm -mm, no, mm no.
1: All right, Today's turkey, headline. a duck, and a chicken. go I'm into saying, my oven. No, there's, there's no mm-hmm. doubt. It just. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a turducken, no. by the way?
0: No, I don't think I've ever actually had duck before.
1: <laughs> oh my god, delectable! It, it, it. Let's put it this way: it's like the bison of game, like bird game. Really. I- Have you had bison meat before?
0: uh, A long time ago, but uh, the one I actually had, I had a lot in college. I had a lot of elk.
1: Ah, Okay. So I I would say that duck is like the bison of turkey. Like it's the elevated and much more Ah. flavorful uh, version. Like if you're going to go hamburger to bison, Mm -hmm. turkey to duck. Gotcha. Okay.
0: But anyway, I would also suggest elk fajitas. That's good stuff.
1: Excuse me. uh, I was drooling a little bit there. Yeah. Elk tacos sound delicious. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Today's headline. White House says everyone can save on Thanksgiving by skipping it since there is nothing to be thankful for. White House says everyone can save on Thanksgiving by skipping it since there's nothing to be thankful for. And while you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, folks, have you gone to Prepare with Mojo 5 yet? I mean, while it is Thanksgiving, while we are getting into the holiday season, um, you know, this is probably going to be a very different holiday season, I think, than many in the past because of such supply chain issues and uh, people just going through some hard times and stuff right now. Um, if you go to preparewithmojo50.com, and as we've teamed up with my Patriot Supply, Um, and get emergency food supply kits they actually make great Christmas gifts by the way Um, you you can actually do these as like a Christmas gift type of deal even if it's for yourself um, I think it would be wise because it will help you your loved ones those around you be prepared and be able to weather the storm on the things that are on the horizon Um, and this time of year is a great time to start getting prepared, especially as we start heading into the winter months. All you got to do is go to repairwithmojo50.com. They've got all sorts of great emergency food supply kits over there that will stay good on your shelf for up to 25 years. All you got to do is go to preparewithmojo50.com. That is preparewithmojo50.com. White House says everyone can can save on Thanksgiving by skipping it, since there is nothing to be thankful for. Is this the
1: B or not the B? Andrew Coppins, your answer. I'd love to say that this is not the B, because you damn well know that they're thinking this. And I, more importantly, if this was the Babylon B, wouldn't it be that uh, this is all racist and white supremacist holiday? So why are you celebrating it? Um, that's the route that I would go. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and speaking of, of uh, satire, um, you are, folks, going to want to tune in to Friday's show. Yes, we are, we are not taking Black Friday off. Uh, you are going to want to tune in to that show, right? Because um, we have a very special gift for all of our listeners. We have something that you are going to want for the holidays.
0: Th- this will be the gift that keeps on giving all holiday season. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, all of that to say that this has got to be the Babylon B.
0: Are you sure? Yes. Final answer.
1: Yeah. Oh. Pushing all in.
0: Uh, well, you, you actually are right for a change. This is the Babylon B. Bee.
1: <laughs> it's been a rough couple of months
0: here. It has been for you. Um, The White House has great news for Americans suffering from shortages and high inflation. They can save a lot of money this Thanksgiving. That's because they can skip having a Thanksgiving dinner at all since there's nothing to be thankful for. How can anyone be thankful when Build Back Better bill has been passed yet, said White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki? There is literally nothing for Americans to be thankful for in this country. Inflation is out of control and the supply chain is broken and America looks like a fool in international affairs, she continued. And that's not even considering the pandemic, which we obviously have no handle on and see no end to. What are you going to be thankful for exactly? So just skip the expensive dinner altogether and pocket that money, though, of course, that that money in your pocket will keep losing value thanks to inflation. Wow, I can save a lot of money, said Joshua Andrews, who took the White House's advice and canceled Thanksgiving plans. A big trip to visit family or a big dinner would be expensive, but staying home alone, sitting in the dark, and grumbling about how miserable things are is basically free. Some Americans are planning alternate celebrations though for example one family plans to share a a can of spam and go around the table shouting words of encouragement to brandon <laughs>
1: oh god do i love the babylon Bee! now the, the to best get back-
0: way to strike
1: christmas cheer is to shout let's go brandon for all to hear <laughs> exactly. And then make sure that you wrap a Babylon B complete guide to wokeness um, under that Christmas tree as well. Get that present to them. And by the way, uh, what comes on Friday from us is a gift that we'll keep on giving. And it is also our manifesto um, to uh, or maybe our CV to uh, join the staff of the Babylon Bee. Mm. We're just saying. Mm. Um, now. This concept, Pat. Okay, so I'm going to do some math with you because this comes from the New York Times. So, again, can we trust it? I don't know. I don't know, but I can't find where in the blue ever loving hell that this number is coming from. Pat, what is 8 times 25?
0: Well, wow, you're going to make me do math in my head seriously right now? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Um, isn't that 200?
1: <clears throat> yes, right? you are correct. Yes. Okay. okay. So. Whole frozen birds between 8 and 16 pounds already cost twenty five cents. This this by the way is a New York Times article written on wait for it, Pat, October twenty fifth. So on October twenty fifth, the cost of a turkey was twenty five cents more per pound than it was last year. So for an eight pound bird, it costs you two dollars more. Okay. Are, are, are we seeing the problem here? Okay. Y- y- yeah. Because um, a 20 pound bird would cost you $5 more if we're doing the math. Um, Not a dollar more. Five, 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 five dollars more. And,
0: and to keep put this into perspective, this isn't keeping in mind all of the other food prices that have risen over the last year because of inflation. So, in other words, all your fixings that go along with that turkey also went up in price.
1: Right. Um, your Pinot Noir, right, for around the table. 25% surge in energy costs labor costs, and the cost of glass bottles. There's the uh, there's the increase in your price. The average end-to-end shipping time from China to the United States was 73 days as of September, by the way, Pat, up from 40 days two years ago.
0: So, in other words, it went up about a month.
1: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Even things like the wooden pallets or cardboard containers, those prices have gone up. There is not a single part of the packaging, the production of anything that touches your Thanksgiving table that hasn't increased. Yes, Mr. Padone. Um.
0: So... In other words, what you're, what, we're, what, we, what you're really saying here at the end of the day is that Gen Psaki can't do math and or can't do research. Or both. Correct. What, what's the reason to lie about this, by the way? This is what I don't understand.
1: Right, because the American people can appreciate the truth. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what the, I don't understand about this. Like, if you just said, hey, look, we are dealing with an issue here and government cannot here's the rub government cannot solve this issue without getting out of the way right this is the ironic part of all of this if they were just to be honest and truthful that hey look you know the tariffs uh, all of the other things that we've put into place here all of the mandates that we've put on people right and oh by the way um, <clears throat> starting in December if you want to cross the U.S. land border as a non-resident. You must be vaccinated. No, that's not going to help. The that's not going to sh- crush supply chain issues at all. No, 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 not at all. Those those truck drivers over the Mexican and Canadian borders are. That's not going to be an issue at all, right, Pat? Um, are you um trying to cause more problems? Well, that's what the uh, Biden administration just told us yesterday. By the way, Pat, they're they're making that rule as of I think December 2nd. Are they trying to cause more problems? And oh, by the way, in early November, fresh pumpkins averaged 272 a pound up five percent from a year ago. Uh green beans, four percent, and your canned cranberry sauce, two and a half percent. Now The American Farm Bureau also estimates that a Thanksgiving feast for 10 people, sweet potatoes, rolls, a veggie tray, a pie with whipped cream, and all the turkey and all that stuff will cost you $53.31, up 14% from one year ago. The annual cost estimate for Thanksgiving, by the way, had been declining to the point by the way pat every year since 2015 to last year was the lowest cost in the history of this country now this year the spike is so great because every single part of the meal every part of it is up at least 2% so if you have five parts to your to your meal the stuffing the the pie the green bean casserole turkey you know your vegetables whatever right all let's say you only have five parts if they're up 2% that's up 20% alone that doesn't even include your your wine your alcoholic beverages your your non-alcoholic beverages
0: did you include desserts in there by the way too yeah. like like pie, pie?
1: okay yeah. Which, by the way, if you if you like pumpkin pie, go to hell. Just kidding. What, do you do not like pumpkin pie? Oh, God. Oh, you you go well to just, hell. No, you might as well just shove baby food down your throat. That's what you're eating. You're eating pureed fired. pumpkin. Fired, fired, fired. You're eating pureed pumpkin. I'll send you some pumpkin baby food. It's the same thing. You clearly haven't had a Costco pumpkin pie. No, I can't eat most pie. I'm (laughs) gluten-free, Pat. Now, all of that having been said, how in the blue hell do we go from the lowest Thanksgiving cost in history, in recorded history, to the most expensive in recorded history in one year? But don't worry, you're 20 pound burden. Nobody cooks a 20 pound. It's only a dollar more. No, it's not. I'm talking about stuff from PBS and the New York Times. If you don't want to take one liberal source, will you take the other? Who are, you know, as we talk about throughout the last week or so, literally making crap up out of wholesale. In literally spinning narratives as hard as humanly possible for Joe Biden's administration to be looked upon positively. There's nothing positive about going from the lowest to the highest in one year. That's insane. And it turns out that if you wait for it, Pat, <clears throat> get the government red tape the hell out of the way, Things tend to improve because what did they do with the ports in Los Angeles and Baltimore and Miami, Pat? Oh, they loosened the regulations in red tape. And we're talking about the regulations in red tape around the amount of time people can work and the amount of time the ports are allowed to be open. Something as simple as that. It, isn't that also kind of how Florida has been able to mitigate
0: a lot of this with their own ports? Florida's, Florida's been setting
1: a good example for the rest of the country when it comes to this. Well, they've been doing a lot of that, by the way. Um, mm. Under Ron DeSantis, they have done some of the best work on licensure and insane license rules and regulations and cutting them. They, I think they cut some 40 or 50 licensing programs. Like, for, did you know this, Pat? In the state of Florida prior to, I think, last year, you had to have a cosmetology license to braid somebody's hair. Yeah, that no longer is the case. They got Mm -hmm. rid of it. They got rid of a bunch of bullcrap licensures and, and increased reciprocity of licensing. By the way, if you have a nurse's license anywhere else, you are now a nurse in the state of Florida. You don't have to go through their licensure program. Which, by the way, is a whole separate libertarian argument that we might be able to have um, around the Christmas break if we're going to tackle some of this stuff. But regardless of what you feel on licensing or not, cutting these things has helped their economic engine, has allowed for entrepreneurship, has allowed for people to, I don't know, live and let live better in the state of Florida. And it's all turned out much better for their economy than almost anywhere else in this country. Now, having said all of that, Pat, uh, what else you got for us? Because um, <clears throat> hang on a second. It is a WTF Wednesday.
0: Well, it's uh, interesting that you should ask. But uh I think I will um I'll start with I'll start with your uh your 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 home state of Wisconsin.
1: Oh god. Yeah. Now
0: what? It's
1: been a it's been a couple of weeks.
0: Um yeah. Um Wisconsin governor uh Evers. Is it Tony S- Evers? Is that Skeletor? Evers is it Ivers? It's
1: Evers. E- yeah, uh-huh. Skeltor? Um
0: yeah, 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 he uh, he he vetoed bills that could have uh, kept Waukesha suspect behind bars.
1: Yeah, we knew this words, because this is this is this is something that has been part of the uh, left wing agenda that he's tried to bring. Luckily, both houses, uh, the the House and the Senate, are controlled by Republicans. Okay, in the state, so there's been a lot of gridlock, and it's also how the mask mandates haven't been. Uh, allowed to continue in that state. Mm. Um, it's not just that, by the way, Pat. They claim a clerical error allowed this individual out on just a $1,000 bond when it should have been $100,000. Oh, no. That's not the case. And then secondly, Pat, we know it's bullcrap because the DA of Milwaukee County, which is where this guy lives, by the way, and where this crime, the first... Crime that he was out on, or the second crime, because he was also out on bail on another crime. But where the those two crimes happened, were in Milwaukee counties. So Waukesha County is right next to Milwaukee County. It's just one county to the west. Okay, um, and Milwaukee County to the east would be like Michigan. So, um, <clears throat> he is a George Soros backed candidate. He was a George Soros-backed DA, just like the St. Louis DA, just like the DA in San Francisco and and all over the country. This is what Soros has been trying to do to effectuate left-wing politics, right? I'm going to put my puppets, my Democrat Socialists of America, into the DA's office because they're the ones who can do what? have prosecutorial discretion, right? And they can make the rules on bond and and all of these things or the enforcement of it, right? And they can Mm -hmm. set these rules in place. Like here, we've had over 70 individuals out on bond for violent crimes. We're not talking about like petty crimes. We're talking violent crimes. Commit more violent crimes this year alone in the city of Chicago. 70 of them. 70 individuals, by the way. Insane. Not, none just, of that's surprising. It, by the way, if if you'll indulge me a moment, sure. I don't know if you've heard this news because remember when we talked about the pure evilness of what took place in Waukesha. That was it, it is a hundred percent demonic evilness, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The police are trying to tell us, right? And the media is trying to tell us that the narrative that we should believe is that this was just somebody who had committed a domestic assault trying to speed away and get away from the cops, right? Yeah, that's what they told us. Okay. There's just a couple of problems with that because there's video that exists of him and in a police report, by the way, of him slowing down for the first barricade, having a conversation with a police officer, and then speeding through. Somebody who's trying to get away from the cops, that's a weird place of behavior, right? Why the hell would you do that? And then secondly, we see him slow down, speed up, mow down people. Mm -hmm. We don't know what the motive is. We don't. We have no idea what the motive is. And notice how nobody in the media is asking that question. Nobody in the media is asking, has this individual spoken? Have you gotten an idea of why he did what he did? Not one time have I seen that asked. And more importantly, even if the answer is no, I've never seen it reported that way.
0: It, it just seems to me. Something's not right here. Something could have been avoided.
1: Something is not right with mm-hmm the narrative that we're being sold. But Pat, before we uh, go today, I want wanted to read this to give us some perspective from all the craziness, right? All the stuff that you, you might be thinking, good Lord, this is an insane world. What do I have to be thankful for? I want you to hear this from Abraham Lincoln, his Thanksgiving proclamation in 1863 in the heart of the Civil War. The year that is drawing toward its close has been filled with the blessings of fruitful fields and healthful skies. To these bounties, which are so constantly enjoyed that we are prone to forget the source from which they come, others have been added, which are of uh, so extraordinary a nature that they cannot fail to penetrate and even soften the heart, which is habitually insensible to the ever watchful providence of Almighty God. In the midst of a civil war of unequaled magnitude and severity, which has sometimes seemed to foreign states to invite and provoke their aggressions, peace has been preserved with all nations, order has been maintained, the laws have been respected and obeyed, and harmony has prevailed everywhere, except in the theater of military conflict, while that theater has been greatly contracted by the advancing armies and navies of the Union. Needful diversions of wealth and of strength from the fields of peaceful industry to the national defense have not arrested the plow, the shuttle, or the ship. The axe has enlarged the borders of our settlements, and the mines, as well of the iron and coal as of the precious metals, have yielded even more abundantly than heretofore. Population has steadily increased, notwithstanding the waste that has been made in the camp. The siege and the battlefield and the country, rejoicing in the consciousness of augmented strength and vigor, is permitted to expect the countenance of years of large increase of freedom. No human counsel has devised, nor hath any mortal hand worked out these great things. They are the gracious gifts of the Most High God, who, we, who while dealing with us in anger for our sins, hath nevertheless remembered mercy. It has seemed to me fit and proper that they should be solemnly, reverently, and gratefully acknowledged as with one heart and one voice by the whole American people. I do therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November next as a day of Thanksgiving and praise to our benefit Father who dwelleth in the heavens. And I recommend to them that while offering up the ascriptions justly due to him for such singular deliverances and blessings, they do also with humble penitence for our national perseverance and perversiveness and disobedience, commend to his tender care all those who have become widows, orphans, mourners, or sufferers in the lamentable civil strife in which we are unavoidably engaged. And fervently implore the interposition of the Almighty Hand to heal the wounds of the nation and to restore it as soon as may be consistent with the divine purposes to the fulfil or to the full enjoyment of peace, harmony, tranquillity, and union. In testimony whereof, I have hereto unto or hereunto set my hand and caused the seal of the United States to be affixed. Done at the city of Washington, this third day of October in the year of our Lord one thousand eight hundred and sixty-three, and of the independence of the United States, the eighty-eighth. Abraham Lincoln. Otherwise known as partly attracted the Saki syndrome. You're fired. Please be safe. Be smart. Be kind. As always, Matthew five forty-seven.